Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. taught me everything I know. The podcast where we talk to you about musicals and all the lessons that they teach us. I'm your host, Cincy Weber, here with my trusty co-hosts... Julie Eisentrager. And... Miranda Selwood. KB can't make it today, but we forgive her because she's doing theatre. Lucky in, her. In a time where not much theatre is happening. True. True story. And as a guest today, we have... A returning guest. How many times is it now, Stacey Hobbs? For this podcast? Yeah. I think this is only my second. Yeah, I think it's not yeah. as many as we think, but like... Because you did Shrek. Did you, you haven't done anything else? I don't else? I've done another one, no. I have been. I've been here yeah. whilst other podcasts. Doing other podcasts. You know, but, and I've, I've kind of like been like a listener, a lurker, some <laughs> might say. <laughs> Stacey Hobbs, our favourite lurker <laughs> on the show, is finally here to do a second I episode. I am. I am. And I'm doing another one of my favourite musicals. Uh, Legally Blonde. Yeah. Legally Blonde. Yes. So uh, before we get into Legally Blonde, though, because mm-hmm. it is your, only your second time, we'll get yes. you to do the Getting to Know You guest quiz oh, again. No, I forgot that that was a thing <laughs> and I have not prepared. No, I nice. prepared oh. Getting to Know You. <laughs> Which musical character will other people compare you to? Stacey Hobbs. Uh, I can't remember what I said last time. So well, things have changed. We'll you you, have, have, you changed. have a bouncing baby boy now. I do, who's sitting on my lap and will probably attack my microphone at some point during this. Well, that's what they're um, for. That's what they're for. Oh, hello. And I drew his attention to it. That was a mistake. <laughs> that was a mistake. Um, musical theatre character that I compared to. Um, I usually get Disney princessy comparisons, yeah. I guess, because of the Disney stuff. So I'd probably say... Um, Belle, probably. Maybe a Glinda, just for the, the stupidity. Slash, okay, like, sure. Like sil- general silliness. <laughs> Belle, a uh, typically silly Disney princess. <laughs> yes, she is. I go between, but this is the thing, thing with me. I'm either just like completely frivolous or like deadly serious. I and see. It's, it's kind of like well, one maybe, or the other. Maybe you're Fiona maybe. from Shrek. This is true. And you, you nighttime, daytime. Maybe. Nighttime, oh. daytime. Because <laughs> famously, Fiona is horrible when she's in ogre form. That's, she just. No, but I think she's definitely a lot more serious when she's in ogre form. She is, I guess. Mm. No one mm. really wants to be an ogre. I guess that's the whole point of that. <laughs> Of, of that musical All right. would so, so we can escape this uncomfortable situation <laughs> we found ourselves in which musical character would other would um would other would you, would you like? like other people to compare you to like um I actually really enjoy Elle Woods from Legally Blonde I don't um, understand why I don't know either um, and Eliza, do, they're usually my two that come to mind favourites. I think Eliza actually might even top it because she um, wanted to better herself and better her situation mm. just for her, like not because of anyone else. She just wanted to make her life better yeah. and be a better person. Um, and I think that's pretty cool, like to get yourself out of your circumstances and make your life a better one. I think that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, what's your dream role currently? Currently, um, there's roles I would like to do again, and then there's new roles. I think new roles I would like to do um, Garlinda mm. from Wicked. Garlinda. 
Linda. Um, there was something I was thinking about today, actually, and I couldn't remember. Um, in a few years' time, um, what's what's the name of Next to Normal? Why can't I think of it? Yeah. Because I'm a mum and I can't think Uh-oh. of anything. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I went Joanne, but it's not Joanne. No, it's not. No. The mum. Anyway, <laughs> someone's, Kathy. someone's no. yelling that out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're right, person. <laughs> I can't believe none of you can think of it. <laughs> Diana. Diana. Oh. <laughs> right, yes, it says Definitely. That would be a really... Yeah, that would be really fun. I, I like a, a, a meaty role. That would be. And has your favorite Sondheim show changed? Um, I can't remember what I said last time. Well, let's so hope we'll you say that. So let's see. Um, I think company is is always. I'm pretty be, sure that's. What I'm you pretty said sure last that's time. what I said yeah. too. I, it just it, it's such a show that it changes as well as you get older. Yeah. Um, yeah. and for someone who's been married a very long time and now has a child, like I see that show a different way <laughs> again now. So it's um definitely one that evolves with you. Yeah. I think. Uh, what's your go-to shower song at the moment? Oh, shower song. When I'm not singing really stupid songs to Hugo. Um, or define a stupid song, like one that you're just like making up. I make up a lot of songs. Okay. Yeah, generally at nappy changes. Um, <laughs> I was like, lots if you of say in the ding nang nong, I'm like, that is not a stupid song. <laughs> That's a banger. That's a banger. Also, um, one, two, three, four, five. Once I caught a fish alive. Oh. That song is going places. Oh. I don't know why, mm. but um, good. especially in the shower. All these Jeez. nursery rhymes I forgot. But um, what I do like um, singing in the showers, um, they just keep moving the line from Smash. That's nice. A, yeah, yeah. That's a very therapeutic song, and I and quite enjoy singing it loudly in the shower. <laughs> hey. All right, final question. Yes. Got to delete a musical from existence. Oh. Oh, I forgot about this and I could have relished it. I think last time I deleted... Did I delete Rent last time? No. No. No, no, no. Mm, No, it was um, that show. (laughs) Fame, I deleted last time. Ah, yes. I remember it well. It's rubbish. Um, I always want to say Cats, but I have a newfound appreciation for Cats since the movie. Which is terrible because it's so... Just, so bad, it's good. It's so bad. I've okay. watched it several times. How? I know. How have you watched because it several times? Because it's just, I, I can't believe it's a thing that actually exists in the world. So I have to keep watching <laughs> so it I have to just, just to check. Just to be like, <laughs> but how did this happen? That it hasn't <laughs> been Mandela And there's away. still so many layers of just awfulness that I just pick up new things every time. It's amazing. Oh um, Maybe I should watch it again. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, Maybe we should I have just, a rewatch. Yeah. Very much enjoy it. Um, but if I was going to delete something else, yeah, no, it probably would be Rent. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's lock in Rent. Mm. Yeah. Rent's also getting up <laughs> there. I will say we're Team at about 170 Benny. episodes now. So there has been a few, There's a few. votes for Rent. Yeah. Because it sucks. <laughs> yeah. And I think, look, because if, if, if we've got Cats and Phantom on there, Rent is probably going to be no, the next Cats one. Cats is the only thing that's on the... Oh, no. Oh, can I rescind? Can I say Grease instead? <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah, why not? You have to save that for next time. Okay. <laughs> we secret. All right. We well, know. that is the end of the Getting to Know You quiz, but that is not the end of the segment before we get into <laughs> Legally Blonde because we have some listener mail. Oh, yeah. Oh, we no. were warned about this. <laughs> I'd already forgotten. I was going to say, we used to do... Um, uh, like news, mm. news flash. Well, this time. is news about how but, crap we are. But then we, oh, no. then we started recording episodes too far in advance to do Nothing news. Nothing was news by the time, yeah. <laughs> and then now this year has been COVID, so there hasn't been news. Um, but mean, we have we have a message from a lovely listener who apologizes for getting angry at us, but oh. gets angry at us anyway. <laughs> I, I I'm sorry. I won't I, say their name. I didn't want to make anyone angry. Uh, so they have gone back. So they're basically listening back through all of our episodes. <laughs> oh no. Um, <laughs> There's some long ones in there. I'm surprised they're still. And their listening. letter goes as such. Hi, podcast host of MTMEIK. Thank you for getting the initials right. Hello. I don't often email strangers, especially Uh not podcasters, but Uh I've been upset about an episode I recently listened to (laughs) for a few weeks now. Weeks? uh, So I am reaching out in the hopes of setting the record straight. Okay. The episode was recorded last October. So this is October 2019. 
Uh, but I've been binging your podcast, so I know I'm late to the game. I was thrilled to see you had selected Victor Victoria as your musical for that week, as I'm a huge Julie Andrews fan. So are we! And from comments I've heard <laughs> you make from some of your other recordings, I'd gotten the impression that at least some of you also appreciated her beautiful singing voice. Which one, specifically? Because I do. <laughs> I know I th- Stacey I think, does. Oh, I think we are Hello. all Julie yeah. Andrews stands yeah. here. Who Correct. wouldn't be a Julie Andrews fan? Um... I don't know. I don't know. She is an overall delightful person. Correct. In every aspect. And I'd like that on the record. Now yeah, yeah I think we're letter. going on the record um, <laughs> b- before we get yelled at. Um, oh no, what upset me was this. I'm sorry. You started discussing her vocal range, briefly wondered aloud what it was, did a cursory Google and announced only two octaves. That was me. I said that. I did the. <laughs> I remember doing the Google search and being like, wait, only two octaves? That's ridiculous. Yeah. I appreciate that if you Google what is Julie Andrews' vocal range, that's the first result. I've checked and I see where you mu- what you must have seen. But that first result is wildly inaccurate. <laughs> wildly. Wildly. Before the operation she underwent in 1997, Julie Andrews was famous for being able to sing over four octaves, which is what we thought at the time before Google told us we were wrong. But we weren't. We weren't, Google no. was. Yes. This is mentioned in her books, in her biographies written, and in biographies written about her. It's clear from recordings and performances and discussed in numerous interviews. It's also all over Google if you just look past the first Google result. Oh, no. But instead, Our you guys began saying, plan. oh, well, we have better range than her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think we ever declaratively said that, but if we did... I apologise. And it felt like someone proudly saying they can run faster than the dude who was a famous Olympian athlete uh, but is now over 90 years old and has lost some of his speed. Well, look, I would be proud if I could run faster than a 90-year-old Olympian. Me too, actually. Like, 90-year-old Olympians are probably pretty fast. Um, Quick question. Yes. Um, Can I run faster than a 90-year-old Olympian? Can we look that up on Google? Oh, um, look, the first result says I can. <laughs> firstly, do I'm, you know how fast uh, you can run? No. No, because that's I don't, I don't know how fast. We can't compare. <laughs> I don't know. I did um, the British to Brisbane one year and um, I did that in um, an hour and something. Running. And I think it was only like four or five kilometres. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I can't. Um, but I'd like to try and I think trying is what's important and that's the message that we can all learn from this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and don't, Zane did don't try, lazy Google. try to find the answer. He just epically failed at it. Yeah, and we were surprised by the answer being mm. so low because is I'd always looked at something to aspire. Is the that her range is now that small? Um, it, that... I, it doesn't go on to say whether or not it is and I would hesitate to say anything <laughs> on the subject having just received this email. I'll just Google it. Um, <laughs> It feels uh, like it's been just go to the but, first but they result. do they do go on to say please listen to the radio recording from when she was 12 Julie sings polonaise from Mignon and reaches uh, at least an F6 uh, listen to Le Jazz uh, Le Jazz Hot or the octave jumps at the end well, of yeah, that's, Me that's the whole thing the yeah. Le Jazz Hot mm. is the she, whole, that's, she's famous for doing the whole yeah. scale and for doing it in one go yeah um, I saw a performance recently of a wonderful performer who and I really enjoyed the whole concert and I won't say her name but she did she did do like a very similar thing where she scooped through the whole scale of a a couple of octaves yeah um in three breaths and I just thought that's a lot of breaths gee you know Julie Julie did it in one yeah and she's only got a range of two octaves (laughs) apparently um but don't quote me on that because no so then we'll just finish it out (laughs) Uh, so they go. Uh, they say a little bit more, um, and they end with Julie des- deserves better than this. She does. I know. I, I might come off like a, it might come off like a crazy rant. I've never met Julie Andrews, and I don't know why I care so much about setting the record straight. <laughs> except that I think that she's an amazing woman. And when she lost her voice, it was a personal and traumatic tragedy for her, and it's so sad. A uh, so sad loss and a loss for the whole world. Uh, I was 11 when I first heard on the news about the operation accidentally taking her voice away and I still remember where I was and the shock of loss I felt so I say uh, it was only a two octave range is just not justice and that's all I want to say justice for Julie like votes for women in Mary Poppins I would shout across London if I could as would we all we all agree with you um, now I'm not going to say your name on the internet but hashtag thank you justice for Julie hashtag I'm justice for Julie yeah no I'm thank you board. for correcting us and honestly like this is what was 
is what we love. We love talking mm. to fans. <laughs> we know, love being corrected. Who know more than we do. <laughs> we like learning lessons. That's true. That's true. We do love learning lessons. And um, thank you for writing. Uh, so now I guess we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll start talking Legally Blonde. Baby Hugo is a huge fan of Legally Blonde. I thought As he was well just agreeing. You know, he was like, that, that was his way of saying justice for Julie. Justice for Julie. <laughs> justice for Julie. All right, so, Stacey, you wanted <laughs> yes. to talk about Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. We all want to talk about Legally Blonde. This is, I think this is the episode I've been looking forward to most all year. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> It's I didn't. Fun it's show. just been it's just quietly cool. sitting on the schedule for quite some time, and I've just been <laughs> rubbing my little hands together. Going, yeah. Well, I'm sorry to make you wait, but I remember when I booked, it, I was like, I'm I'm gonna have a baby. I think I need to wait till the baby's like a bit bigger, maybe. So I'm like, so the baby can deal can comment. He can give yeah, us that exactly the appropriate opinions. That's fair enough. But have also, you seen it, Hugo? It's such a fun show, and after you know a year like this year, we need fun shows. Fun. Well, it is. It's fun, fun without without sacrificing like a very strong message. Yeah, you know how like mm. some some shows are just meaning meaningless fluff. Yes. happy story for the sake yes. of happy story. Legally Blonde is is happy fluff story that has a lot of meaning and, and yeah. pathos and and uh, yeah. payoff. Yeah. Well, the movie itself was quite was very feminist mm. in a time that those kind of fluff movies were really not so it was kind of looking back I'm like it in the, the movies of that area you're like oh it actually did a like a really good job of being a really feminist message yeah um but being so popular at the same time not just being like oh that's another like whatever um <laughs> like fluff piece um but of course and I don't know if this was early on in the movie to Broadway adaptions I don't know if there was like because this was it was 2007 yeah. that this hit Broadway I think it was one of the first successful yeah like ones. huge successes mm. so this yeah. is the thing that I I really love about the uh, my whole thing about adapting a movie into a musical mm. is there's no point in doing it unless you can further the story exactly you need to be able to tell the story better or in a different way in yes. the musical and this is a success story in that oh, that yeah. process for me um, probably closely followed by Shrek yes. I think yeah I think absolutely I like <clears throat> the musical Shrek more than the movie Shrek yes and I feel that yeah. way about Legally Blonde I yes. prefer the Actually. musical to the movie yeah. and I still love the movie so yes. do with that information what you will I am of the same opinion um, yeah because it definitely fleshes out a lot of the characters and a lot of the relationships a lot better than yeah. and I think the other the thing movie. that um, both of those those adaptations do is they lean into the comedy and mm. the emotional impact they leave to the music and um, they both have really good books that 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 blend into the score mm. and they um, they've taken a theatrical form of the, the film and they haven't tried to dump it in yeah and yeah. there was there was a bit of that going on when adaptations were happening about in this this sort of early 2000s sort of to mid um like dirty dancing was one of the oh worst boy. possible examples it was like <laughs> they had taken the dirty dancing script added songs into it in random places and then put it on the stage so it had 10,000 scene changes and Legally Blonde has uh, possibly two scene changes that don't happen within a song mm. yeah. so the show actually uses the music to move forward yeah. and that's like massive tick for me yeah it's written as a musical yes but it's the story inspired by a movie rather than how can we transfer straight, this. transfer yeah. this to the stage yeah. yeah which is and it's very cleverly written which I think if you see it you go oh yeah that's fun but when you actually look into the music and look into how it's written you go oh there's actually a lot more to this than just, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's the thing because so it's written by Lawrence O'Keefe, Neil Benjamin and book by Heather Hack. Mm. Um, Lawrence O'Keefe did Bat Boy Bat before Boy, this yes. but then did Heather's Very different. This. Yes. Very different to Bat Boy. Very different. <laughs> just put is that it? out there. The very different, style very is... different story. <laughs> the music isn't too different. Well, there are parts the from Bat Boy mm. that are very heavily referenced <laughs> in Legally Blonde. Yes. Um... <laughs> 
but it's like musical stings, yes. right? They're yeah. refer- mm. refer- a little, a little Andrew Lloyd Webber in that, <laughs> that using that technique. Oh, but, but he's not doing it from other people. It's, it's, him, <laughs> it's his stealing own work. From himself. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. And, Andrew does that too. Because comfort and joy is almost exactly legally blonde, yeah, just with can kind of different inflections together. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but uh, I think that the difference was stylistically. So mm. it might have been the same grab of melody, but the style of how it was all put yeah. together was completely yeah. different. And um, I do love the blend of the modern pop with very mm. classical musical theatre form yeah. that happens in Legally Blonde. Um, and that's similar in Bat Boy and in Heathers. Yes. And that's it's sort of that blend of modern musical theatre mm. works so much better for me than the rents of the world. It's definitely, <laughs> honestly, that's probably why Lawrence O'Keefe is one of my favourite composers yeah. because he his work is so much is so based in the text yeah. rather than like his own personal style. Like mm. say, uh, oh, I'm forgetting now, but like Jekyll and Hyde and uh, Frankenstein, mm. Dracula. Well, who is Wild the composer? Wildhorn. There we <laughs> go. Like, like, like Wildhorn is Wildhorn regardless <laughs> yeah. of what text he's doing. Yeah. Lauren, it doesn't matter what yeah. period it's set in or yeah. anything. It's going to sound the same. <laughs> and the formula of the songs is going to fit together in yeah. the same way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I think his his work is very adaptable. Um, so who wrote the book on this? Is that the same Heather. as? Heather Hack or Hack. Mm. Hack? H-A-C-H. See, I, have, I don't know her name and I well, feel she like I should. wrote, I, oh, dang, I'm not going to be to find it but she wrote uh, another movie of that era as well that I went oh okay oh I know she wrote from. the Freaky, Freaky Friday remake Freaky Friday remake yeah. that's what it was yeah so she um, I, I suppose was living in that working in that movie space mm. which kind of lends well to adapting well um, she she also appeared as like one this. of the judges in the MTV television series Legally Blonde the musical The Search for Elle Woods oh yes oh <laughs> that was mm. I have you, recently watched it? on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Where it is readily available legally. I'm sure. There was a lot <laughs> of things that this show did that was quite different at the time. And that was one of the things was this, this search for Elle Woods. Yeah. That they did MTV. But then they also filmed the show for yes. MTV, which is how I got introduced to it as I watched a very legal copy of the MTV <laughs> broadcast show. Yeah. Um, which is fantastic. Which was, like, yeah. And really well filmed. It's mm. the stage show filmed. It's We haven't tried to turn it into a movie. It's not like the um, Grease Live and yeah, yeah. series. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think uh, from this place, MTV went into those live yeah. um, shows. But I actually just prefer this because it's more yes. like the theatre experience for and me. And I, I remember the argument being that, oh, well, if we do this and we, if we film the stage no versions, one no one will go them. and see the show. But, of course, I saw it and went, I, I want to see it. So when it came to Australia, I was like, I want to go and see that because I've seen it already and I want to see and experience yeah. it live. Um, and I know this is a more successful ad- adaptation, but on Broadway, it actually didn't do as well when it was – it did better in West End than it did in on Broadway. Um, but I, wonder I wonder if, 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 if that, that was a timing issue. Yeah, it might have been. Is it? Um, we haven't done the plot, by we the way. We haven't. Oh, I was just haven't. about to uh, prompt Stacey to give two-minute synopsis. Okay, let me – all right, so we open – in UCLA, we meet um, we meet Elle and we meet her posse, um, and we are very much introduced to this world of of fashion and Elle wanting to get her boyfriend Warner to propose to her. Um, of course, she gets all dressed up and she goes to see Warner, who tells her that he actually wants to break up with her, not because he doesn't like her, but because he his family and he had aspirations for himself. And she doesn't fit into that because she's blonde. She's blonde. She's not serious enough. Um, so Elle is devastated by that. And instead of just wallowing in self-pity for forever, she decides that she's going to follow him across the country um, to Harvard Law School and then just literally just does that. The she's best stalker story ever, <laughs> if I'm honest. It's a lot of commitment like, to, like, so much commitment. to like study, <laughs> to pass this exam that she had no intention oh, of boy. studying or passing previous to that. So she had no yeah. base knowledge. Studies, gets there, um, meets him. But, of course, Warner has now met someone new. <gasps> so, bum, bum, shock bum. horror. So, anyway, she does a lot of work. She meets this guy, Emmett, who... Um, 
has told her that if she really wants to make him notice her, then he's gonna have she's gonna have to step up her game. Um, and so she she goes for it. She studies. She becomes incredible. She meets some awesome people. Um, and then oh, can I give this? Is it a spoiler at the ending? I don't want to give it no, away. Spoil it. Spoil it. All right, spoil it. I mean, who hasn't seen this movie slash musical? <laughs> um, so she um, she studies and then she comes to this place where she realises that she actually doesn't need Warner anymore, that she is happy being recognised for her brain and she's really enjoying the challenge. Um, and she's so much better She's so before. much better. She is sexually harassed by her professor and decides to quit for a while, but of course friendship saves the day. I'm sorry, she that's the end. There is no oh, more plot no in more. Legally Blonde. <laughs> Because wow. I wasn't as prepared. <laughs> I needed my script like I do for my debates. <laughs> no, so yeah, so that's the thing. Like there, there is basically the whole yeah. the whole plot resides around people not taking Elle seriously Correct. because she doesn't fit into their idea of what a serious person is. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And, and that is code for female. Well, yes. Yeah, the yeah. right code. kind no, of yes. female. For the right type. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it, there's that big juxtaposition between her and Vivian, who's yeah. Vivian being the right female and her being the wrong one yeah. to this world that because Vivian wants. has um, a bob a bob a brown, a brown bob. bob and mm. she wears black <laughs> and very serious She's clothing very serious but it's also like Vivian buys into the patriarchal archetype of a serious yes mm. president's wife yes. yes yeah yes the Hillary Rodham of the future <laughs> <laughs> Um, so most of the second act actually revolves around this particular case with Brooke Wyndham. Yes, and I think this is this is a the way um, particularly professional productions have dealt with this character. I've found really interesting because she doesn't turn up until the second act, mm. but she has to do her one big number, singing, belting while skipping for many minutes. Yep. Um, and that takes some gumption. It's gold. <laughs> that takes, to be honest, yeah. some training. That My, takes, um, you know, so you've got to have yeah. someone who's super fit and show exactly. fit yeah. and amazing yeah. to pick up this role. But more than show fit. Like, my sister's not really a musical person. Um, she doesn't typically like musicals. In fact, um, <laughs> I remember her saying, do you remember Anchorman 2, like, yeah. all those years ago, how it had that one song yeah. that went for, like, 60 seconds? She, she was like, it felt like it went on forever. And I'm like, and <laughs> so that was, like, less than that? a minute. So, <laughs> so she's not a musical person, but she came to saw Legally Blonde because I was I was in it. Um, oh, were you in it, Stacey? This is the first one. Which yes. role did you play? Yes. Uh, well, this was the first time when I was Whitney, Whitney. Uh, which was a very, very fun role. Um, and uh, she, anyway, she she came out and she was like, that whipped into shape, that song. She's like, that's amazing. She's, uh, she's like, I would come back and see it again just for that number where with the skipping. She, she was just, her mind was blown by that because she's a very, like, really athletic kind of person. And it just... Yeah. blew her mind it is that somebody amazing. could do that which is it is crazy like it's a crazy number it's crazy yeah so you have to have this amazing performer yeah. who can really hold the stage too oh, because yeah. if you know and you've never met them before this in the show <laughs> just to just rock up in the second act opening number yeah. whip it into shape in and, a memento um, let me skip and sing yeah yeah, yeah. um nuts. so you, they've often cast um pretty amazing names in that role but that's a pretty sweet gig yeah. you know it's starting to like too <laughs> I mean it's a pretty sweet gig if you if you really love skipping and singing <laughs> on stage in front of everyone like speaking of Julie Andrews let's talk about it <laughs> I do hear she skips and sings on the regular <laughs> um uh, so yes, they, they um, as per the film, mm. um, Brooke, uh, Brooke's case is going badly. Yeah. Um, until um, L. I'm like, literally, literally. I'm sorry, Brooke's here. L's forgotten about. Until L saves the day by you know realizing that they're they're both Delta News and bonding with their sorority. Uh, gal mm. connections. Um, I think that that even that situation is dealt with so much better in the musical. You get to see mm. more of that happen and more, a lot more of Brooke's character. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to the end and Brooke stands up and and fires the, you know, it actually means a lot more. Yeah. 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 
and I think there are a lot of examples in that of that in this show. Yeah. Um, also, the whole court scene is the best. <laughs> oh, so good! It's funny. There right as there is a great song. Oh yeah. 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 That's the um, is he gay or European <laughs> number. I often ask myself yeah. that. Like, I would say weekly. <laughs> gay? Or you hang out with <laughs> a lot of European yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We know this to be fact, Zane. <laughs> um, can we talk briefly about unnecessary Irish dancing, though? Yeah. How is it unnecessary? Though? How does everyone feel about it? It is weird. But there's a whole song called Ireland. <laughs> also don't really understand <laughs> why mean, that became a thing. Is it just to thing. make that connection? Like, I feel like it's to give that character a song. A song. Yeah. But why go with that? I don't know. In the in the Broadway in America, they because I was reading an article about when they changed the lyrics for the London version. Yes, they are um, randomly and slightly they, different. Yes, and they they picked because they just they wanted her to have this big dream and something really far away from mm. where she was in America. And Ireland's pretty like far away from America, but also have like a really basic no like no knowledge. I have no knowledge. Yeah. This is a fantasy, you know. In, in, in the original version, when she talks about, oh no, that's the the for Sweden. Sweden. So she's oh, like, well, yeah. like, oh, they're interchangeable. They're interchangeable <laughs> countries. Um, so it was about this whole like fantasy, but she doesn't quite get it, but she gets like, she knows leprechauns. Um, and then that's why they change it for the London version because they're like, well, in England, like they're not going to have quite the same ideas about Ireland. So we're like, oh, we'll put a family family connection there. We'll make it like this story has been passed down and as she was a child and now that's it, you know. You know, yeah. I had never put together together why that would be necessary <laughs> thank you for sharing that you're I've welcome. learned something today you're welcome wow <laughs> musicals really do teach things <laughs> and the things that I miss Stacy teaches me so <laughs> so that's but that's why they have Irish dancing because of that song yeah but I just, it's also I, just I, okay so they've, they've picked the dream but then that moment <laughs> where they pick for it to come back so we're yes. right at the end of the show. Um, Elle is in Legally the middle of remix. A, a triumphant parade <laughs> through the streets heading back to the court where she's about to, you know, save the day and win the yeah. case and yeah. um, happy ending for everybody. Let's stop here for a moment <laughs> and do an Irish dance with the entire cast. that's past. one of my favourite parts of the whole show. It's just completely inexplicable <laughs> to that's me. That's why. Could, could, it, could it be to give the main cast a rest? <laughs> Irish no, dancing. but then they also Irish dancing. I don't, I don't call Irish dancing a rest, just for the record. I, th- I think it's to, to be, give To Paul. be totally honest, yeah. I've never seen a live version of this show. <gasps> You're dead to me. Oh. I did this show. Where were you? <laughs> we both did. We Somewhere were the same and I show. in the show. Everyone I know has been in this show at How some point. How have you not seen Dana it has been in this You're show. You're a terrible yeah. friend. Literally every person I know has been in this show. Julie has been. Um, yeah. You ushered for it. You ushered. You were very That's involved the in the... Anyway. Um, you were there at the time when the show was happening. Yeah. It's a so great show and you, you should see it, especially if your friends are in it. Zane. <laughs> see whether. Anyway, uh, shall we move on to lessons we've learned or do we have a bad oh, review with like. Julie? Oh. I hope it's not the review of the production we were in. <laughs> I mean, true Hugo. Oh. It is a terrible, terrible Hugo thing. is now going to sing the segment song for Bad Reviews with Julie. We do have a slightly bad review, if I'm honest. So, um, this is a review. It's a three-star review, Legally Blonde the Musical, from the Savoy Theatre in London. The review. Which is the one Stacey and I Okay. <laughs> No, this is from Michael Billington, January 14th, 2010. Um, Fluff, fluff, blah, 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 blah. Well worded. Yes. It is. Articulate. Although the score by Lawrence O'Keefe and Nell Benjamin improves as it goes along, it begins with a screeching evocation of sorority life that made me think back wistfully to the seductive choric opening of 60s shows like Bye Bye Birdie. Um, I'd like to remind you that this is written by an old white man. <laughs> really? Okay. There was nothing that gave that away. Heather Hachsbuch is also patronisingly also patronisingly assumes that Harvard professors are gullible jerks and its students are militant snobs. And well, s- that's a throwback to the film, really. <laughs> can can we mm. wait? Is he comparing this negatively to Bye Bye Birdie? I have n- no. He's wistfully the opening thinking, number. 
Man, it'd be nice to have a Coric opening number again, wouldn't it? You know? I sure wish every musical had the same the kind same of opening thing. number. <laughs> and the story's fashion fetish is pushed to ridiculous lengths. There's a bizarre moment when Elle's one postgrad friend is given a makeover in which his perfectly decent cords are swapped for a trendy, loose-fitting <laughs> suit that makes him look like a skeleton in someone's closet. That's unintentionally absurd, but where the musical succeeds, it's a heightened story. Comedy. <laughs> I'm sorry, he thought cords were an acceptable attire for a court. This is, this, is, this, is, this is a classic example <laughs> of a show shows intention and, and messages going straight over <laughs> someone's head. And in fact, that song is very specific. The song in which that change happens. It, yeah. It's very specific about the message of that change. It's yeah. In which, you know, he, he miraculously changes and he comes out and he says, wow, I look just like Warner, the ex. Yeah. And um, Elle says, yeah, you do. But nothing about your inside has changed. Now you just, you're yeah. dressing for the job you want. Yeah. You know, and this is the amazing thing. Yeah. You can have all of this confidence by... By going out into the world in your best, you know, yeah, frame. Presentation. Dress for success. Yeah, dress yeah. for success. And it doesn't change who you are inside. Yeah. And that's a huge message of of the show, mm. both from the perspective of Elle, from yeah. the perspective of, um, I was going to say Warner, but it's not him, Elliot. it's Emmett. Emmett. And, um, and also um, their hairdresser. Paulette. Paulette and Vivian. Mm. They, they all learn that in a different way. Mm. And I think that that is an excellent segue to our next segment, The Lessons We've Learned. Okay, so Legally Blonde has taught us a lot of messages, both intentionally and unintentionally. What lessons has it taught all of you? I learned that if you're like super determined and you really want to stalk a guy, you probably can pass a very hard exam to get there. (laughs) If you just have one really smart girl wearing glasses to help you out. Yeah. And you can can resist the urge to follow a guy to a party just because he's reggae singing at you. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to can I, what, I think that might be Can I just cool. chime in here because yeah. I think we can all appreciate that Elle Woods is in fact a genius. She is, oh, yeah. She's a massive nerd. She is yes. a massive extremely nerd. intelligent. Yeah. The whole thing is that she chooses to focus her energy yeah, on fashion. On fashion. And, mm. yeah. and so she knows a lot of really finite yeah. detail about mm. fashion. And you see that right from the beginning where she yeah. totally smacks down the, <laughs> the woman who tries to sell her the dodgy, you know, past season dress. <laughs> mm. And then she says, oh, but you can't do that on that kind of fabric because it'll pucker. Like, she knows yeah. amazing amounts of detail. The brain power's there. And right so that, that's why I think, like, Elle Woods isn't an anybody success story. Elle Woods no. is a genius who needs to just, figure out that she can succeed at whatever she wants and that the world is bigger than her own uh, preconceived notion. She notions. would have yeah. been a much better intern for Miranda Priestley. Just <laughs> <laughs> saying. Um, the, the quoted lesson that Elle Woods taught everyone in the show is being true to yourself never goes out of style. Snaps. Which is interesting because she was true to herself, but herself changed as well. So, yes, it is like be true to yourself, but it's also kind of like it's okay to change and it's okay to evolve and it's okay to find something new. And that's that still can be you can still be you, even though you like something different or you wear something different. Well, I think think that's as as long as you're not pretending, yeah, you're you're going to it's not going you're not going to go out of style, yeah, because yeah, she does change and she learns and she does and she develops her her character arc is a very strong one Mm. uh it just so happens that she is good at everything that she tries (laughs) lucky her (laughs) any 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 other lessons like i'm looking at the ladies because like i i am the uh the 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 unfortunate y chromosomed at the table you're allowed to (laughs) comment though no 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 i just want you to have your messages first before i i jump in with all my feminist learning right i mean you know me and feminist learnings (laughs) i think too the the power of 
like friendships. This this definitely sisterhood. The whole there's so but there's so sorority. many female French strong female friendships in this, and I kept thinking of more examples as I was thinking about this earlier today. Um, and how like friends can really change your life too. Mm. You know, having the right person at the right time give you the right push. Um, like Paulette, you know, who was like, nah, I can't get a man. I'm not worth anything in that right push. So I think. Having good people oh, in your life I can change your life. I'd completely forgotten until this moment mm. about the scene where Elle and Emmett take her to get her, her to get her dogs from the yes. the trash oh, man yeah. who <laughs> had <laughs> stolen her dog. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that was a moment where Elle and Emmett said, no, we're not going to do this for you. You're going to do it yourself yeah. because mm. you're a strong, powerful woman and you yeah. don't need no man. Yeah, I, think I did a very classy <coughs> click move just then that nobody <laughs> heard. I think playing on the, like, the power of friendship, I think it's also about choosing the right people yes. to listen to because Elle does choose Emmett to listen to when yeah. she's when she's doubting herself yeah. and chooses the right person to kind of empower her mm. um, because, yeah, she's at a place where she doesn't actually know what she wants and what she should be doing. And so, yeah, it's the power of the people that you pick mm-hmm. to, um, to guide you. And I think, too, it's <coughs> that whole um, someone else's success is not your failure. Mm-hmm. And often in, in media, like, women are paired against each other and it's like, well, if I'm a successful woman, then I have to be jealous and horrible to every other successful woman because they're six to, like they could take away yeah. from me. Yeah. Whereas, like, Vivian's journey, too, at the end where she's like, I accept you and... No, you rock, girl. And you're awesome yeah. and let's celebrate but you see, as well. That's the thing. That is... That's Vivian's story. Vivian's yeah. story is this comp- competition with another yeah. woman. And then her arc is like, no, we can both succeed. Yeah. And the whole yeah. fact that that's, but that's in there and that's written in there, yeah. that, that it's okay to celebrate the success of others. It's not going to take away from your success. Um, I think that's a really cool lesson too. There's so many. Oh, I think, I think there also. Are so I also did not realise that the department stores pumped extra oxygen into the air to make you feel good and happy and lightheaded and buy more. Yeah. I learned that from this show. (laughs) Okay. I'm on to you, Kmart. Casinos as well. Casinos as well, I believe. Mm. Casinos. I mean, I knew there was no clocks in shopping centres or casinos for that reason. That's why everything's very bright and airy, just kind of like uh, this is a place where you're not going to feel crowded in or claustrophobic. Mm. You just wander around And you don't know what time it is, so it could be 2am, but it's bright and cheery and yeah um another um quoted lesson um this is a tragedy and every tragedy needs a greek chorus and therefore <laughs> that's why there's one in this show i mean i actually i love wrong. i love the way they use the delta new girls as the greek yes. chorus in this um because obviously in the movie they're at the beginning and then yeah. they appear at the end and go hey l we're here to support you yeah um but in this show they use them as the greek chorus yes. yeah. yeah supporting her talking to her yeah doing a lot of fantastic dance numbers with her um, throughout the the whole show. And um, it, it adds another element to um, seeing how Elle had previously interacted with the world yeah. and and watching that evolve with those girls as yeah. well. Um, and, of course, then they, when they do come in at the very end and they teach the bend and snap. Yes. Um, and I think... That is truly what we have all learned from this. <laughs> the snap. The works every time. <laughs> Can I ask, has anyone at the table uh, used the bend and snap In technique? real life? Yeah. No. <laughs> so you haven't really learned that <laughs> lesson then, have you? <laughs> I've learned how to do it. I've never tried to use it. Well, I think we have some homework. I feel like if you did it in very close contact, it might work. <laughs> well, that's actually what went wrong in the show. Um, the close contact resulted in her elbowing her oh. bow in the face. But did that or did that go not right? Work? I guess it did work. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes when things go wrong, <laughs> they really go right. That's the lesson I learned from that. Um, I think definitely if, if, we, if we focus on it as a feminist text, I think this is uh, one of the better ones simply 
because it deals with both the male and female mm. problems with uh, feminism and the pa- patriarchy and not all men are bad and not all women are bad or all mm. women are good. Um, there's definitely good and, good and bad on both sides and how they interact is dealt with very neatly in the story. Yeah. Um, because particularly with but the difference between Warner and Emmett, um, mm. I think is very interesting. And somehow, somehow walking that fine line so perfectly of making it funny mm. but not offensive. stomping yeah. an, on that <laughs> message or yeah. being offensive about that situation. And possibly even, again, I would say walking that fine line better than the movie does. Because there are yeah. moments in that movie where you're going, oh, come on. Well, honestly, I you think just don't feel those groan moments. In the I show. don't think mm. the movie anticipated it becoming itself becoming what as it big no. as it was. No. Whereas I think the musical was very aware of what Legally Blonde property was yeah. and what it had the potential to be, and yeah, so yeah. they kind of latched onto what they liked about it mm. and and accentuated that and kind of yeah left the parts that were awkward from the movie behind. Yeah, and it also features. I mean, Emmett and Elle definitely start as friends in the show, mm. and that whole like we're just going to help each other and there's no sexual transition here like he wasn't out for that he was out to just help her um because she was very obvious in her i'm pursuing him yes he's my interest and he was like well i think you can be better than what you see so i think that was really important as well to see that that male female friendship Mm. journey and Um, I, i do like too that she gets to the end and has her big triumph and happy ending uh, yeah. without getting the guy. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't happen until like the end of the epilogue where she's like, oh, P.S., will you marry me? And he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and it actually makes Sorry. it a joke. What yeah. was it like? Yeah. He, he literally says, oh, my God. He no, literally just, says I that. I just needed to hear what you said before, though. And he was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, which which treats it like a little mm. bit of a like, and uh, here's the joke tag on yeah. the end, yeah. which yeah. is really the only way. And then you her treat that. proposing to him also yeah. down yeah. Hole, like yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, do we have any more lessons? I just I just want to share one more. This is actually mm. a meme that does the rounds regularly, and every time I see it, I'm like share like heart <laughs> emoji. Um, try to live every day like Elle Woods after Warner told her that she wasn't smart enough for law school. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. I mean, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I will agree that that's that that, a that coming. That's, that's a, a butt that's coming. A, that's a great goal. And but play the music. Some, also, self care is important. And if if you Elwoods can't exist in real life without breaking down at the end of a year, <laughs> I, I think that that she puts a lot of work, like one hundred percent, into everything she does, and that's why she mm. succeeds. You need to calm down a little bit every now and then. Have some fun as well. Okay, live. 360 days of the year. Yeah, five days like is enough. Like Elle Woods after <laughs> Warner told her she wasn't smart enough for law school. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's move on to Dreamcast. So, <laughs> so there are some big roles. There's some mm. great roles in here for Zac Efron. <laughs> Warner? No, no, Kyle. Kyle. Oh, yeah. Kyle would I be would, good. I would Kyle sure. for Zach in this. I would be on board with that. It makes sense. I think he would have a lot of I'm fun with it. Kyle. Kyle's a really it's, – it's not a huge role, but it's very fun. <laughs> it's fun. And he would also <laughs> traditionally small. doubles with Dewey as well. So he also, also gets that, like, really slobby, yeah. great, disgusting – But, like yeah. – Bit. Swan on be everyone's favorite. Yeah, Swan off. <laughs> yeah. Is that not the best roles? <laughs> so great. You do have the and Irish dancing. Irish dancing. <laughs> I don't know I whether that's a positive or. It but again, it's just it's such a good gag. It's just oh, I love it. Okay. Also, I think we were saying a, a break before because when I was um um because like I said, I did the show twice. When I was L, I was really thankful for that little moment where I could stop running around in high heels during that <laughs> remix and just watch some Irish dancing. That was great. I were had to you, join it then. But. Were you off stage? Yeah, I was going to say, I remember you doing the Irish dancing. No, I did, but it was just a little minute where... You were off I could stage just, most of it. I could just enjoy, just a red hot like watch it for stage. a second. And then... No, I was, I was on stage. Elle was oh. on stage 
for ninety seven percent of the yes. show. Right. And when you're off stage, you're changing and going straight mm. back out. It's it's actually insane. Oh, which is why like sorry. Eliza Doolittle, they're the two roles yeah. that are like that. They're just you Eliza never leave get stage, more yeah. of a break though than than Elle, I found. Eliza but gets it is a very couple similar. of man chats where she can not yeah. be involved. But uh, <laughs> sorry, can I just tell an aside here yeah. about yeah. the junior version? Just yes. on that whole, whole how you're on stage all the time. So when you see the junior version of this, they take out obviously lots of scenes to make it shorter. But all the scenes that they take out are the scenes where Elle gets dressed. <laughs> generally oh, speaking, because a lot of them are like my. adult referency. So like, so <laughs> the scenes like, and then you don't have a lot of time for those changes. And unbelievably, it's even shorter in the junior version. And I remember watching it and a friend of mine was playing Elle in this version. I'm like, how? 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 And they they very much simplified the costumes, which made it easier. But it was crazy. Other fun thing about the junior production, the sperm scene. You know, mm. the whole, like, ca- yeah. that case that she's discussing mm. in class that, that goes, oh, she's actually getting this yes um you can't talk about sperm in a junior production oh, how <laughs> <dare you? laughs> so Why instead not? and i was crying i was laughing so hard when i first saw this it they replaced it with the scene about copyright infringement or uh with co- no it was like uh contracts so it was like someone hired people to do like pirate parties but then the people turn up and didn't do a pirate party they did like some other type of like not pirates, like some other thing. Party. Yeah, something like that. Oh man, I just the, the number of times pirate party was said in that one scene, and I was just <laughs> losing it. It was Is that absolutely in amazing. Your head you're replacing that word with sperm. <laughs> no, it was just it's like just something just so hilarious about semen. them arguing about ah, this. I get it. <laughs> I just got that. I'm so dumb, guys. <laughs> Miranda is literally tickled pink with hormones. that joke. You can't do this with the baby hormones. I'm I so dumb. It. I love it. I love it. All right. Love anyway, it. it's funny. Casting. Casting. Sorry. Casting. Okay. L. L. Woods. L. I'm going to do a KB and say I would have loved to see Reese Witherspoon do the musical. Can I ring? I don't care. Okay. I don't think she can sing. I just want the original L in the better telling of the story. Thanks. That's totally fair. I I don't think that my pick for Elle Woods would ever do it because it's totally against her type, even mm. though, like, It's going to be a weird Audrey McDonald casting. <laughs> <laughs> no, Megan Hilty. Oh, I, yeah. I think she would be a very, uh, like, such a bombastic Elle Woods. Um, I think mm. she's aged out of it yeah, now. Yeah, I do have to agree um, with that point. But in yeah. Dreamcast... Yeah, Dreamcast. When she was younger... My dream <laughs> Elle would be Susie Mavis... Um, did you guys see – so in the latest Australian tour, mm-hmm. she was Galinda. And no yeah. joke, the best – She was my Galinda and I was I've over ever the moon seen. that I got to see her. She is absolutely so phenom- phenomenal. And I think she went to play it in she's West End. She's got the cutest face. Yeah. Yeah, she's so She is good. stunning. But she's also one of the most talented people I've ever seen. Mm. Um, and I think she would be phenomenal as – she might be a little bit old too for now, but but um, given Ellis like 20. She's always played by She's 21. I mean, how old was Reese Witherspoon when she did the movie? Mm. She would have been close to 30. Yeah. Yeah. So she is, you know, generally, yes, played. How old was Reese Witherspoon when she did the sequel? (laughs) Oh, let's not talk about the sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think they'll make a musical of the sequel? No. But it could be so patriotic. It could also just be awful. Or it might be better. I don't think there's enough crossover in that kind of patriotism and the theatre community for, for there to be a lot of demand for that particular musical. Um, I don't know. I think I think politics get a bad rap in musicals and I think this could be the turnaround. Okay. Um, ignoring that, yep. dream, Dreamcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now imagine a 21-year-old Elaine Stritch. Oh. I would like her to play Elle Woods. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Okay. A bit more caustic. Bra- I was yeah. say a, bit more, a bit brattier. Um, but I, I think, like, Elaine Stritch would be an, an amazing feminist icon as Elle Woods. Yeah. I want to I want to find the Brooke Windoms of the world. There's not many. Oh, Maybe who, such a big task. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll have, like, a TV show <laughs> where we go on a worldwide <laughs> search. And then but like, not for Elle Woods. 
for Brooklyn. Ten years later. And it'll oh, just be can watch it on skipping YouTube. and skipping. The lady and who skipping. played it here in Australia, Erica something. She's fantastic. She was great. Yeah. And she she was um, a model, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they, they just like stunt cast her. And I was not mad. Like, Eric, I, was like, I was like, I'm not <laughs> mad about this at all. She was good. Erica Haynats was. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. She to was be honest, I would I watch that great. star search. Because watching the L Woods one, search for L Woods, I have so much better over and over and over and over and over. Mm. I would say for one entire episode, I heard that song. I'd much rather see Whipped into Shape. Mm. Yeah, you know. More How about uh, Warner oh, and, and Emmett? Warner Huntington mm. the should be played by I don't know. <laughs> Do we have a fun Emmett pick? Because I think Ben Platt would be a fun. I was edit. just thinking yeah. that, but I don't. Yeah. I also like don't next think generation. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. We don't. We don't. Uh, do you have a stronger pick? Like I don't have a stronger pick. I was also thinking Ben Platt, but I, that, I don't know why I don't. I think, want that. I think most of the Dear Evan Hansen performers could, could, copy and paste. could possibly mm. move over to a Can to an Emmett. Yeah. yeah. What about a um, Beanie Feld, Feldstein for? Um, what? No. Uh, no, for, for um, is it Vivian? No, Vivian. Vivian. Yeah, Vivian. Yeah. yeah. Does Vivian have a lot of funny though? She doesn't have to be funny. No. But Beanie is. That's yeah, that's she is. That's my point. Like Beanie mm. is known to be a very. But I don't see her as a Paulette actor. yet either. No, absolutely not. Mm. Very young for Paulette. Um, <laughs> um, Sorry, I, I just um, have gone down a bit of a rabbit hole realising that Illegally Blonde uh, was totally robbed at the Tony Awards. Yes. And won yeah. nothing. It was no, I think it, it was nominated for a billion things noms? and won nothing. Yeah. What a proud yeah. day. And I'm like, what? Did yeah. what beat it, it? Spring Awakening beat it for choreography. Weird. Okay. Anyway, sorry, we're not talking about this now. No. We are no. not. Shall we move on? <laughs> what about Groff? Stop. Just in anything is just fine. on Spring Awakening as yeah, a I'll as take a it. Speaking, I mean, Groff is yeah. Groff is a contemporary for Megan Hilty. Like that's, that would work. Yeah, that's in, that's in that aging little... aging out. Dreamcast, mature student, mature okay, yeah, age no, student. That's that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> we we need to make make concessions for for that. Maybe he yeah. could be a young Callahan. Oh, Callahan. Oh, that would be so heartbreaking when he becomes the bad guy. Actually, uh, that's, a, that's a thing I, I was going to bring out before, mm. is that in the movie, you kind of, you don't see evil Callahan until yeah. he turns into evil Callahan. Mm. But in this, his first song, Blood <laughs> in the Water, he says, I am an evil beep beep <laughs> and uh, I am going yeah. to be the bad guy in this story. Yeah. And I actually really appreciated being able to enjoy that from the <laughs> beginning. <laughs> but it's kind of like lean in. If you want to be a successful lawyer, yeah, you're gonna have to yeah. be fine with this moral ambigu- ambigu- ambiguity, ambiguity, ambiguousness. <laughs> that's how you. That's where the money is. Um, and then it's interesting. Again, it's that really worked really well for the story where Elle went the opposite and went. No, I'm gonna be. You know, yeah. um, she doesn't need the money. I'm gonna anyway, have my integrity. Yeah, <laughs> of course she doesn't. But um, how about a nice? It was a nice bag. again a nice difference in that. You know, lawyers only have to go this way, and she's like, "Well, do you though?" Um, Shall we move on to top five lists? Yes. If Legally Blonde were to appear on top five lists, what top five lists would Legally Blonde appear top on? Top five movie to stage adaptation. Mm, for sure. We and it is my number one. track yep. that list and where we've gotten with. Um, Heathers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we've done it a top lot. It for me. Shrek. Heather. Oh. Shrek but I think, I think Little Shop of Legally Bond would probably This one just ticks every single no, little shop. box yeah. for me. Little Shop was a movie before it Yeah, was. it was. It was yeah. that black yeah. and white. But it, oh, yeah, but movie. I always forget about that. Yeah. It wasn't a movie musical, but neither was Legally Blonde or yes. Heather's. Yes. I don't forget yeah. about that. I, I would say um, <laughs> top five musicals that were nominated for seven Tony Awards and won none of them. Okay, fill in None of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm still just staring at this going, what? Yeah. Seven, is a, seven is a lot. The same thing yeah. happened at the drama desks. Because you have actor, actress uh, and, ac- and actress in a featured role. Um, then book, score, choreography, and design. Oh boy, um, that's a lot of Tonys to get nothing, and they're not. Mm. Nothing. And you've got 
both the big ones and the technical ones. Mm. Yeah. It's because Spring Awakening just yeah. did a big sweep that year. But, man. <laughs> yeah. Top five. To be Laura Bell Bundy in mm. that year. Yeah. yeah. Top five <laughs> feminist musicals? Yeah. yeah. I think this is a very a, – a great modern feminist text. Mm. Um, there's, there's no – I love that it's feminist without trashing fem- being feminine. Yeah. Mm. And um, well, I, I think that's what makes it yeah. a great feminist text. Yeah. I think that's why women love it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think on that, I'd, I'd say top five female friendships mm. because there's so many. It's like, the, And they're all very quality and you don't really get to track female friendship stories in musicals a great deal. Yeah. Like you get your, your, like your Heathers and your Mean Girls. Or the, but they've all come since this. Yes. But, but I mean, that you get that whole, like, warring, but you don't really get the story of, I guess, uh, Carousel a little bit. Um, but, yeah, you don't... I don't Chicago. Oh, <laughs> would we call that female friendship? No, I, well, I'm, 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 Reluctant I'm, I'm talking Velma and uh, Mama Morton. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. Again, more extortion yeah. friendship. Um, now, this is a big one. I would say top five happy ending musicals. Oh, okay. Because l- everyone gets a version of a happy ending mm. and no one's life is literally destroyed. Callahan. Is his life destroyed? Do you think that he's never going to work again? Um, he got divorced and he not, didn't yeah. get to be governor. Yeah. yeah but I mean, he certainly was powerful enough to be able to run in the first place. Yeah. So he obviously didn't lose too much money because it's expensive. So, right, okay. yeah. yeah. like that's the thing. Like okay. He's just going to keep being right. a One could argue no he deserves died. it. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that, that's that's the thing. Like the bad guys' plans failed, but no one died. No one's life was destroyed. No one's, no mm. one. Yeah, it's not like Heather's. <laughs> <laughs> everyone died. Oh, oh, little is dead. <laughs> yeah, everyone died. Lame it. Um, everyone dies. <laughs> um, like there, are, there are other happy ending musicals. Um, but I think it is it is unusual to have a happy ending musical that doesn't end in a wedding. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I was going to say it's and it's a happy ending musical that's not just about a love. Oh, the lovers made it in the end and they're together. It's it's happy because she accomplished a goal. Yeah. And other people like Paulette accomplished a goal and um, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. more about just like a love journey, which is fine. Love journeys are fine too. <laughs> um, can I put Whipped Into Shape on a top five stunt routine? Oh. So yeah. even okay. the top five hardest numbers because to perform. <laughs> there That's are a insane. few more of them now, but um, there's a well, – uh, well, Yeah, what else is on that list? Well, Just a, to kind of clarify what a stunt routine is. Um. There's uh, one in, isn't it Seven Brides and Seven Brothers where they seesaw? do a whole thing on oh, a seesaw? The, yeah. What about... There's um, a tap one where they're skipping and tapping in, in... Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn. What about um, Singing in the Rain? I was going to say Make Him Laugh. Make Him Laugh, he flips yeah. off the wall. Yeah. yeah, flipping off the wall and making Mary Poppins. Or even like Singing with the Rain. Mm. The, yeah. the rain is the stunt thing mm, with mm. the routine. Mary Poppins, he taps upside down. Taps upside down and Mary Poppins, that's a good one. That's going in the top five. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think also whipped into the shape is like my top five musical theatre workout jams, you know? Yeah. <laughs> if there's it's anything that will get you motivated. Honestly, there, there's a lot of music on this on this cast recording it's that a, could go on a great workout. Great soundtrack. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh, the even pace the, is perfect. Mm. The so marching good. band. What is the marching band song? What You Want. Yes. Oh. Actually, yeah. What You Want is huge. It's a marathon, that it's, song. It's eight the or nine minutes. The first half of the film happens yeah. in yeah. What You Want. It's do, nuts. Do you think either Paulette or Vivian make it onto best supporting... Sorry, uh, Brooke, not Vivian, make it onto best supporting roles? I think Paulette might. I don't know because they're actually and this is what's unusual about the structure of this show and it's probably something that is a flow on from the film Mm. is that it has one main character who Mm. has a lot of support characters and then the ensemble has a lot of minor roles. It's a really good ensemble It comes across as quite an 
ensemble cast. Yeah. But that one lead is like, whoa, that's she's yeah. really you know dragging that show we, through. We're putting like, it on yeah. top five biggest roles for a lead. Uh, biggest workouts for a lead. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would definitely put it on that list. I used to jump in rehearsals <laughs> while we were like like when we were doing the songs. I would be jumping on the spot doing it because <laughs> it was just it was so intense. Trying to get the performance stamina. To yeah, because sta- what you want again is a yeah. marathon, and he's running all over the stage, and you've got set changes, and then you have this big dance number in the middle of it there and then they're like sing this many, like how many costume changes are in what you want from oh, the beginning I think to the at end at least three three I think it's three for L mm. costume changes within the song yeah, yeah. and then um, you do the whole the marching band you get yeah. through that marathon yeah. Yeah. and you get to the marching band bit where she yeah. really goes off yeah and then the whole cast stops and listens to her sing long sustained <laughs> beautiful oh. notes how about oh. <laughs> <laughs> That, that like, was the hardest bit by far to sing. Who wrote by that? By far. Well, yeah. Lawrence O'Keefe wrote that. Thanks, dude. No. But, well, uh, no. See, Lawrence O'Keefe wrote that. I don't think Lawrence <laughs> O'Keefe was involved in choreographing that. True, true. Uh, <laughs> there is a big dance break just it's before it. It's implied. <laughs> yeah. There's a conga line. Yeah, for... it's a crazy role. Yeah, it's a while. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Any yeah. other top fives? I'm good. Um, I mean, there's, there, those are some big top fives that we've yeah. put it on. Top five shows that require pink fabric. <laughs> top five pinkest shows. This Mean Girls. Don't <laughs> yeah. look at me. I didn't do it. Yeah, probably uh, Legally Blonde and Mean Girls. Um, what, uh, uh, she, Strawberry Shortcake, the musical. No. <laughs> the one set in a department store. Oh, she loves me. She loves... I, see, I thought that was that, but then I was like, yeah, no, that's, that's just, just like, the song. That's just the cover of the... The cover art is very pink, but not the actual design. The actual show in it? in the show itself, I thought the department store was pink. No, huh? Maybe just it's the set that I saw. Beautiful and amazing. Oh, but yes. it's not pink. All right, well, that's it. That's it for Legally Blonde. That's Woo! it. Thank you very much for joining us. I love that. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Stacey. Oh, you're welcome. It's just By such the way, a good. Show. You were great as Elle Woods. Oh, oh my thank goodness. you. I'd love to do her again and play her like way older. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> that too. But I think I like nerdy. I think next time if I ever get if I ever get another go, I'm gonna really lean into the nerdy, the nerdiness. Yeah. Because I think honestly, she's such a nerd, and the only reason like people miss that is because she's pretty and yeah. she dresses well, and people miss like you said, she's she knows she's these little inane nerd. fashion things. Yeah. And like at any any give it any other topic, and people would be like, oh yeah, righto. <laughs> little but, Miss Woods, common nerd. Yeah, but thank you. <laughs> I like it. It's it's a very very fun show, um, and I like I did it twice. Um, because I know I'd totally do it again in any role. Such a good show. <laughs> I, I recommend it for ensemble, actually. The vocal Such parts fun. are fun. Yeah. I sat next, last time I saw it, uh, the most recent time, I sat next to the musical director for the first time I did it, the first Brisbane show, and we sang the entire show. <laughs> the two of us, very quietly. I was going to say, so that would have been great anyone else. around But I'm um, like, I could probably sing this entire show from start to finish, word to word, word to word, but it's very, very well, fun. Well, there, there you show. go. Uh, musical directors out there, if you need someone who can just jump in. <laughs> Any part. You show, show, show fit. I'll be Warner, I don't care. Actually, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? I know that it's COVID and you've just had a baby and Nine. you might Disney be. Disney. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, uh, Disney versus Disney, of course. You can hear me um, lament on that. Um, uh, Disney grown up when I get around to uploading episodes. Um, also on We that should as well. cross over and do, um, what haven't we done? Plenty of Disney shows. Lots of Lion- Disney shows. Have so did Lion King? Nope. Aladdin? Oh. Don't allow them. Beauty and the Beast. Get Georgie in here. We've done Beauty and the Beast. Crossover oh, time. Let's do it. Crossover time. It. I love being here. Always happy to come back. <laughs> well, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, or on Instagram. You can send us an email like our lovely listener at the start of this episode. <laughs> if we said anything wrong, let us know. We want to learn what we got wrong. Uh, you can do that at musicalstaughtmepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Patreon at Patreon forward slash Measles Taught Me Everything I Know. And give us a rating and review on iTunes. That really helps push us up the rankings and get more pe- get more people's eyes on our podcast. So that is free. That is easy. Just scroll down, hit five stars and leave a review. You can say whatever you want. A compliment would be nice. But you can say whatever you want. 
and we will accept it. Thank you very much, Julie. Thank you. Thank you very much, Miranda. It's my pleasure, and I love the show. Okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> Thank you once again, Stacey. Oh, thanks for having me. I've been Zane C. Weber, and join us again next week for more musical teaching. Bye. 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 History is a fascinating field that is unfortunately massive on a scale that beggars comprehension and is not always easily accessible, especially when we're talking about the complex issues of human rights abuses and government oppression that surround genocides. Here at Genistory, we agreed to do this. We aim to change that. Join me on the 15th of every month as we take a comprehensive overview of the field of genocide studies, the various genocides throughout history, and the representation of genocide in fictional media. Together, we're going to help ensure that never again is more than just a slogan. You can find Genistory wherever you find podcasts. Uh, that's not kind of Productions podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 